Hi, Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris and Brian. It is Thursday, August the 5th, 4th, 2022. Of course, um, I almost said, of course, we're doing seven free picks in just five minutes. We are oh, live every we're live every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We do not pass. NFL starts today, preseason, in the heartland of America, Ohio. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought Ohio was in Hawaii. It's, it's the same letters, right? Like, it's only 13 letters in the Hawaiian alphabet. Ohio fits, right? Wow, is that in Hawaii? Seriously, <laughs> to my displeasure, I just <laughs> still found out that it's not here. It's not in Hawaii. It's an island. The island of Ohio. Islands in the stream. We have no a lot that's close. Nothing in between. <laughs> Sail away with me to another world. It's <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff. So what are you guys up to? It's uh it's the good word. It's going to be hot out here today. That heat wave going through. How is it up there where you are at, Chris? You know what? It's it's actually pretty hot today here as well. So, and we're we're not too far from the water, so the humidity really kicks our butts. But it's, it's not fine. the heat; it's the stupidity. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm always hot. That's why I'm always running, running and sweating. And ugh, yeah, it's hot, sticky up here, but it's okay. I, when when it gets really cold, it makes you appreciate these warm days. So, I've been I've been running. I went for my run again today. I'm definitely I'm not I'm not getting that much further, you know, as far as my runs go. And I'm not um, you know, I'm just a couple weeks in, but I'm definitely faster in my attack portions. You know, I'm not better on the. I still have a lot of hill work to do, and that's generally like when I race. That's where I attack is on the hills. But it's like. Um, I could see like I can't. I still have it. Like I just, I just, yeah, I just got a lot of work to do. I got to take off about seventeen to eighteen pounds, and that will definitely help the speed and the endurance and all of those things will will come with that. But I could see on the top end that I'm doing. You know, I can do. I can maintain a five minute mile pace for a minute. You know, and that's um, you know, a couple weeks into it. And I can do that several times over the course of a run. So it's like, I know I can do it still. I know I can still do top end speed. It's just, um, I just can't maintain it too long. And it's like, I'm gassed after like two and a half miles of, you know, mixing one minute of that in, you know, every six or seven minutes, I just go full all out attack. And it's about a five minute mile pace, maybe a little bit north of that. And, um, I'm getting there, you know, I'm getting there. I could see that um, I'm going to shoot for the Vegas half, um, rock and roll half at the end of February. See what I do there. I'll shoot for that and see if I can, if I can go sub 130 in that, sub 120, 130, then I'll probably be ready for the, for the, for the big stuff. 
We're ready. We'll be on the podium. I might have a heart attack if I tried to do that. I think I, I think that 120 would put me on the podium for my age group, 85 and older. Jesus. <laughs> I thought you were 100. <laughs> you put me on the podium. You know. <laughs> so the other two people up there are lost. They don't know how they got up there. Yeah, I, I. That's how I was the last time I was on the podium. I, did, I, I was like, I had. There was some kid like that I was out in front and he was like a jackrabbit, you know? And it was like, oh my God, man. I tried to like run him down. It was like, there's no, ch no chance. You know, totally different age group and different, you know, just a different level than me. And for some reason I tried to run him down in Chicago and uh, I got to the, I was on the podium, you know, and I, I was getting lightheaded. I thought I was going to drop right off the thing. But look over him. I almost had you. I no, he wasn't on the podium with me. He's in a totally no. different division. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he like he like said to me when I, he said to me at the finish line because it's like, I mean even though you're you're way behind you know it's only a matter of you know a couple seconds really you know is, is all it really is ten seconds twenty seconds something like that and he turns around and he's like there's no way I was gonna let some old man catch me. <laughs> so he said to me, he's like there's no way I was gonna let you catch me. <laughs> he's like, good, good try. <laughs> there's no way I was gonna. I got some new patio furniture yesterday. It's gonna be delivered in I don't know eight to ten weeks or something. But it's Amish. Um, it's made by the Amish out of. Um, they make it out of milk cartons, old milk uh, bottles, uh, plastic milk bottles recycle them and then they color them and then they they make this patio furniture so i don't know amish the, make good furniture so the amish right they can't drive a car this is what it is so that's yeah. what that's the only restriction that they have no electricity i think it was no electricity yeah, i'm pretty sure no electricity so what happens like to the what about the amish chicken so he doesn't drive the car either no electricity and is if the chicken does drive the car is he shunned by the Amish or the chicken? It's like sacrilege. Is the chicken then shunned by the Amish or shunned by the chickens or both? Double shunned. I'm friends with a formerly Amish girl, so. Really? Let's, let's, let's have her on. Let's have her on. I would like to have her and Zawacki debate the topic. I think that would be interesting because I think, I think it would, you know, maybe if Rod's on over the weekend, we'll have to ask him his insight on this because, you know, it's almost, it's almost weird to have a chicken discussion without Rod. She was on the reality show Breaking Amish. Like Breaking Amish? Years ago. What about Amish Mafia? <laughs> no, not. Remember that one? That was the best. <laughs> With the illegal maple syrup operation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, speaking of illegal maple syrup oper operations, we've got football in the heartland of America tonight in Canton. We've got the Jaguars and the Raiders, and this one should be super interesting as far as preseason goes because... Not only are none of the starters playing, well, a lot of the backups aren't playing either. So this is going to be a bad football game. And it's a lot of guys that will, might be competing for roster spots, but very few guys that will be competing for playing time. So, um, Chris, what do you think of this thing? You know, I mean, it's like you said, you got you to gotta really look down the depth chart and sort of compare notes that way because... Yeah, like you said, we're, we're obviously not seeing Trevor Lawrence, no Travis Etienne, and I think uh, 
the Jaguars even announced no C.J. Beathard. So now, yeah, like you said, we're down to third and fourth strings. And when you compare side-by-side third and fourth string quarterbacks at the very least, I'd rather have, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was for the for the for the Raiders, but it was Kyle Sloter and uh, Jake Luton for the Jaguars. <laughs> I put any other third or string third or fourth string quarterback against uh, whoever the Jaguars is throwing out there. So I'll, I'll lean towards the, the Raiders at minus two and a half. I'm not touching that total. I know it's going to be an ugly game. It's like down to 29 and a half or something. I've seen, yeah, I've seen, I saw 30 and a half. I've seen 29 and a half. Yeah. The only concern I have is that if it's bad football, you, you run the risks that you're going to create short fields for the other team. And Doug Peterson is known for being an asshole about this stuff. And it's like, he, I, I could easily see him kicking the meaningless field goal to put this one over the total. Yeah, I like when he does when that when that benefits me. Yeah, I could I could see something at like sixteen to thirteen or something like that, and he kicks the field goal to put it at thirty two if it finishes if it's lined at thirty. So I, I lean towards. Here's Vegas. something that I'm looking at at this game, right? Okay, mm. none of these players are relevant, right? And if this is the Raiders and the Jaguars in the regular season, I really like the Raiders. Um, roster right now, as far as their starters go. I like all their receivers. I like the idea of Hunter Renfro with Devontae Adams. I mean, this is, um, you know, this is, this, is, um, this is going to be a very powerful offense, you know. If, if Jacobs can, can run the ball at all, this is going to be a powerful offense. Um, but the thing is, is that none of those guys are playing in this game. And the Raiders' backups last year, you know, and once, um, once the receiver, uh, the guy who went to jail, you know, the first-round draft was Ruggs, once he left, they didn't have any deep threat or anyone to stretch the field. And not that they're going to have anyone that can throw it to stretch the field anyway. But I think aside from all that stuff, and the Jaguars, I mean, basically they've been playing like a JV team for the last decade. So, <laughs> you know, this is probably not going to be that big of a drop-off for them. But I think the weird thing here is for me, and you know, we'll get Brian's opinion in a second, is that the Jaguars play in a lot of these weird games. Okay, They play in a lot of these weird games. And I don't mean like weird scores or weird on the field or weird any of this stuff. They play a lot of games in London. They play a lot of games in like these, weird, these neutral site things. They really know as an organization, and I'm not saying like from the, um, you know, on the, the coaches and that, that's all irrelevant to it. But the organization as a team, they understand travel and neutral site games, right? Because they're not like in Oakland, a place where they play all the time or something like that, or, you know, in Buffalo, you know, or something like that, where, you know, it's pretty much done, been there, done that. This is kind of a one-off type thing. And that's what they, that's what these guys do, Right. This is what the Jaguars do. This is, this is in their wheelhouse. They play extremely well in London, right? Because they, they got the London thing down. And it's like, I, th- I would be very, very nervous, you know, to go against the Jags here based on that alone. Is that I believe that they'll be way more settled in and, and okay in a place like Canton on a neutral site than a Raiders team that, you know, can't even handle living in Vegas. I mean, how many guys got arrested and thrown off this team last year? You know, a few first-rounders, right? And, I mean, to your point with that, the Jaguars, I'm just looking at it now, have played an international game every year since 2014. Yeah, this is, organization is built on these neutral site weird games. This is what they do. 
And, the, you know, the Raiders, they don't. They played, you know, they, they, they can't, they struggle. They struggle to hold it together at home, you know, is what they do. Not on the field, it's the off the field. I'm not, you know, on the field, you look at the rosters, the Raiders, you know, are probably a, a, a lock for the playoffs. And the Jags, eh, you know, if they can get close to 500, it's probably a good season for them. But this whole, like, you know, I don't know. Brian, what do you think? Boy, I mean, I don't see how either of these teams are going to score points. It's just, but it seems too obvious here to take the under. So I'm probably going to, as far as free picks go, wait until close to kickoff and jump on the over, hoping I can get the 29 and a half. Uh, you see that that's where it's dropped to currently, 29 and a half, 30. Yeah, 29 and a half, 30. Yeah, I'm going to wait as long as I can. I mean, if you look at the Jaguars quarterbacks for Knight Luton and uh, Sloter out of northern Colorado in his third year. But I think we'll see something from Nick Mullins tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, we, the problem is we've seen something from he's Nick Mullins. He's the best quarterback in this game. No, he's not. not no, he's is. not. He is, he, is, he is a horrible. If you've been in the NFL as long as he is, it's kind of like Crash, uh, whatever his name is, from Crash Davis in Bull Durham. You know, the home run hitting champion of the minor leagues. It's like this is even worse. You know, Nick Mullins is a guy that started in the NFL. Jake Luton's a guy that he had spot started when guys were injured. He played. He's played here and there. But Mullins is a guy that actually was an NFL starter. And um, benefits him in this game. Nice. No, he's, he's he stunk so bad that he's at this position. He's so bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a term that we use on this. Well, I was gonna say a term we don't use often, but I'm gonna say a term we do use often. He's straight ass. Anyways. But if Nick Mullins was, let's say he's the quarterback in the USFL for one of those teams, I bet he'd be the MVP. No, he wouldn't. His level no, he wouldn't. Down. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He would be. He would be a disappointing out of the league. He would be. Either you have it or you don't. He doesn't. I'll lean towards the over just because the numbers are so low. I don't see how they're going to score, though, but maybe they'll get some points in the court. Speaking of backups, I didn't realize the Browns had Joshua Dobbs. I think he's the guy that plays if Watson doesn't play. I, with him, I think I like they have Dobbs. I like Dobbs. I like him, but I don't like any of the other guys. Certainly not Josh Rosen or Jacoby Brissett. That'll be a nice quarterback battle in the preseason between those guys. Well, we got 10 games today, I believe. In the, is it 10 or more? 12, right? 12. 12. 12 uh, thir- 13? It's 13 with the doubleheader from yesterday. Nice, 13. My $15 pick was one of those games, the, the one game that got rained out. My first rain out I've had in my big play this season. Damn it. Oh well, that's what happens when we you go get, back. Now we get twice the action from that game today. So yeah, but it's different pitchers, different. It's different matchups. Anyways, we do have baseball in Pittsburgh where the Brewers have really gotten bruised here. You know, we've been playing the Pirates on the run line in this series, but we haven't even needed it. Um, Pirates Zach Thompson against Brandon Woodruff. Then we got. Chris Ruffalo gets to say it two days in a row. Miles Miklos. He's got Miles Miklos and Jake Luton in the same day. It's like uh, we're, we're going to have to try and control him. We're going to have to try and control him. It's like, 
And uh, then we got uh, Jansen Junk in the trunk against uh, Paul Blackburn. Chris, what do you think of uh, these three beauties? Yeah, don't don't be squeezing anyone's junk. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, the Pirates here. I will still take the plus one and a half, but wouldn't be opposed to the money line either. I think Zach Thompson is now going to be the the the, uh, the lead man for this Pirates pitching staff. He's just he's pitching really well this season. And Brandon Woodruff, he's given up one run in back to back starts, but he still has a 4.70 ERA on the road this season. So. I think the Pirates can at worst keep this one close if they don't win another one out right here. So give me the, uh, the Pirates plus one and a half. And I'll also take the under seven and a half uh, Cubs Cardinals game one. The, the under is pretty much just going to be, I think, for my play for the for this entire series. I just see all these being low scoring games and the Cubs are actually getting decent spots for their starting pitching like Marcus Stroman, who pitches better on the road. But I expect Miles Michaelis to be able to hold the Cubs in check again as I expected him to the other day. So give me the under seven and a half in that one. You gonna put any money at all on that Hall of Fame game? I might put a couple bucks on it, just uh, just to, if I got a free bet or something on the uh, on the Raiders, maybe I don't know. It's um, there's so much volatility in, in preseason football, let alone the Hall of Fame game, that it's makes it hard. But I still might have one. Why not? I love preseason. I won't be betting it. Not even close. I strongly recommend that nobody does. Brian? Oh, that'd be, a, that'd be a faulty recommendation, but every, you deserve to give your own recommendations, so you're allowed to have that opinion. I like preseason. Uh, Mitch has really nailed the, the Milwaukee Brewers Pirates series so far. And for me, uh, I don't think there's any reason not to take the Pittsburgh Pirates plus one and a half here. Zach Thompson, former Marlin, I think he's better than his uh, 5.09 ERA, and the Pirates are fighters. I think they keep it within one. Uh, Oakland A's and Angels, the real Angels, showed up last night uh, when Otani pitched. And Blackburn gave up that, those 10 runs in his start previous uh, two starts ago. But I think he got back on track in his last one. I'm going to take the Oakland A's and Blackburn to get it done against the Angels. I'm taking the Pirates. Been there, done that. Brewers, 0-8 on the run line following a loss. Taking the one and a half. I mean, if, they're giving out money. They're handing out money. And they have, ha- they have handed out money in the series. And the weird thing is in the YouTube comments, I see all these people s- crying about how the Brewers, you know, screwed them or whatever. It's like, how is that even possible? All you have to do is look at the betting tools to take you off of that, right? It's like, even if it doesn't put you on it, at least it takes you off of it, you know? And it's kind of like, at least it makes you question it. But man, oh, I got the worst. Not the worst, but I got the weirdest message today through the intercom thing you know like a a customer service some guy like saying like what a piece of garbage i was for my free picks like it was mean it was like a very mean-spirited uh you know it's not all love letters that i get believe it or not this was like it was like something about the free picks like people are hinging on you know our my free picks that i give out if you're hinging on my free picks and you're putting like, you know, if you're basically bet, bet, betting something significant in your life on my free picks, um, stop. Stop right now. 
and stop betting. Really. Go on Chris's free picks. You know? Go on someone else's. Because I don't want that kind of pressure on my free picks. Free picks is an opinion on every game. You know, and a lot of these, a lot of these picks, on the, on the free picks, we're just looking at the value side of things. You know? But man, this guy was like, you know, what a piece of garbage I was for me not, you know, the way I was giving out my free picks. Like, what are you talking about, man? You jerk. J E R K. Jerk face. Jerk store called. <laughs> They're out of you. Running out of you. <laughs> the one when you're gonna show up for your shift. <laughs> the jerk store called. <laughs> I'm calling a <my> jerk store. <laughs> I'm on the pirates. Taking the run line. Our next slot. We've got the Giants and the Dodgers. Just stop the series. Just stop it. The bases loaded in the seventh inning. Nobody out of the Giants couldn't get any runs in. That really made me angry. The Giants don't even want it. Um, Phillies, Nationals. Noah Syndergaard serving them up for the Phillies today. Then you've got Joe Musgrove versus Kyle Freeland in San Diego. San Diego, the new square fest. Minus one. Ryan, you got uh, you got Kershaw at only minus two twenty five and Musgrove at minus two ninety. Yeah, a lot of minus one and a half heroes out there. They love those ones. And Syndergaard at minus two thirty five. You got uh, this is this is your block. Well, if I'm allowed to go here, I'm going to say that um, for me, I think in this block, probably the Washington Nationals plus one and a half is probably the best bet of this grouping. I just How about the over? How about the over? Well, if you listen to my uh, take it to the bank, I had the over in that game. I don't listen to your take it to the bank. Well, yesterday, my free picks 5-1, and 4-1 one, one on Fast 5, 1-0 oh, on take it to the bank. So make sure you guys check it out. My premium sucked. Uh, but which, anyway, is better than the, which is better than my free picks, which got me hate mail. Well, you know, I'd rather have my pre- – well, I, I shouldn't say that, but I, I, I really need my premiums to do well. But in this game, I think the Nationals are a good play. The Phillies are joke artists. These are the games that they've been losing for decades. Uh, and Cindergaard way overpriced here. I think it's a one-run game. I worry about Espino getting pulled after four or five and then that bullpen. But that's plus one and a half. And then I'm going to take the San Francisco Giants probably the fourth day in a row. So I'm taking a real beating on this. I, I like Junis. He's a good, strong – Pitcher gives the Giants five or six strong innings. It's just, uh, I can't imagine them get swept at home to their hated rival. I'm going to take the plus one and a half, though, make it safer. safer. Yeah, I, I, mean, I am going to take the over nine in that Phillies uh, Nationals game, mainly because of Spino. He's allowed four runs in four of his last six starts. And like Brian said, even if Espino has a decent start, he's got to hand it over to that Washington bullpen. But Noah Syndergaard had a really bad ERA on the road this season outside Angel Stadium, and now he's got to go to a new ballpark, a hitter-friendly ballpark like Citizens Bank. I want to see how the adjustment goes for him there. So I'm going to take the over nine. I think he has a bit of a bumpy outing here. And I'm going to ask Brian what the safe word is for this giant series if you're going to keep taking a beating like that. i got to go with the Dodgers here. I don't love backing the Dodgers, but... 
this is just a spot where the Giants haven't shown any fight, and I want anyone. I'd rather have somebody else rather than Jacob Junis against Clayton Kershaw. I think Junis is going to have a hard time matching zeros here. So give me the Dodgers on the run line. Taking the Dodgers on the run line. I'm taking the over in the Nationals Phillies game, despite Bittler being on the same play. I'd get you a Kershaw jersey. I want the Kershaw shirt like Ninos has with the big picture of him <laughs> across the front. That's that's the best one. And I'll tell you what, man. I'm just going to bet against the Padres every single game. I don't, really don't care. You know, tomorrow the Dodgers play the Padres. I really love the Dodgers in that series. Where is it at? San Diego? No, L.A. I hate both teams. Hate them. I, I really don't like the Padres now. Because they are the new, like, square bandwagon team. I'm sure Zawacki's got a pat, Padres hat. Not, we got to get him one. Zawacki's probably all over him. Oh, he changed his Facebook to the Padres yesterday. Did he? Jesus. Twitter. <laughs> I don't want to get an email. Twitter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rob will be out there corrupting the Amish chicken. San Diego. Juan Soto went to San Diego. We approved the trade because of their fine snack bar selection. He goes, you know, in Pick Dogs, they went through the entire snack concessions in San Diego that day. Just so happens. You know, Soto signs the same day. Anyways, Chris, what kind of what are you selling today? Well, for me today, I got my fifteen dollar pickoff play. We're going for three in a row uh, after cashing yesterday. So hoping to make it three straight. And I've got that fifteen dollar pickoff play as part of my uh, Thursday Throwdown MLB three pack for forty bucks. Pick Dogs Premium. Remember, use that code AUG fifteen AUG one five all lowercase for fifteen percent off at Pick Dogs Premium. Right. Well, for me, free picks were awesome. Premium for one and two. But I'm going to bounce right back here. I think I have the best dog in the board. You can get my best bet for $15, bigdogs.com. Or now's the time to get on board that uh, NFL preseason pass. Or make sure you're signed up for YouTube Premium VIP membership. Yeah, my $15 play got rained out. I went back to the well on the Cardinals <laughs> after winning on the Cardinals. It's the first time I've ever done that, gone back to the well on the same team for back-to-back nights, and I did it on the Cardinals, and they get, end up getting rained out. So if you bought my $15 big play yesterday, which a lot of people did, um, you got your $15 credit in your account. You don't need to email me and say, I got rained out or anything like that. You got a credit in your account. You can use that $15 on anybody's plays. It doesn't have to be on my big play, which I love. Um, and you can use that, still use that code, AUG15, get 15% off. But... Um, yeah, I don't. I don't love today's card. You know, it's just not a lot of. It's there's not a lot out there to choose from. But I do like my big play a lot. So, um, be sure to uh, pounce on it. Twelve dollars and seventy five cents with the coupon. Call it coupon or coupon, Ruffalo. Ruffalo is a good uh. enunciator. <laughs> I go coupon. One, one of the, I, I was always a coupon guy until someone made fun of me. My my word I struggle with is museum. That's my one that you know uh, that gets me. 
That's my word. Don't get me started. We have <laughs> my fiance and I go back and forth on words. She she can't stand it. There are certain words that people say, and they're commonly mispronounced. But I always be like, why do you say it like that? Like somebody says library, and I and I and I'm like, there's a second, R, there's a first R in there. You realize that? And she's like, why do you have to call people out on it? <laughs> I don't know. It's what I do. Any reason why, like, the Cubs would keep Marcus Stroman on the roster and, like, you know, when you've unloaded everybody? How long is his contract for? I don't know. They just I, Didn't they just sign him? Yes. Because if it's a one-year deal, that gives him a lot of motivation if he wants to get paid again. No, I think, I think it was longer than that. I think it was, like, a multi-year deal. Maybe I'm wrong, but let me look here. Maybe they wanted like a high price for him, and no one would take it, like Contreras. Uh, it was he signed a three-year, seventy-one million-dollar contract. Hold on, that's why nobody wanted. Him. What is it? Three years? Money. What? Three years, seventy-one, all guaranteed. Wow. Cash? Or is that uh, in? Is, or is part of it? Part of it in? Uh, you know, part of it in merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it looks. Uh, you know, it just looks all guaranteed. It includes an opt-out as well. So, Team opt-out or, or him? Uh, Player option? I mean, I'm just or team option? Three years. I think it just says opt-out here. Anyways, while you're doing that, we'll go to our next yep. set here. We've got the Guardians and the Astros, Justin Verlander, and dropping odds here on the Astros. Brian is in his wheelhouse. He's got all yeah, he he's got his truck, man. He's got Get his magic started. eight ball out. He doesn't even need to shake it to say all signs point to yes. Guardians. Guardians. <laughs> Most likely. That's what it says. Anyways, uh, Guardians against the Astros, the Metropolitans against the Bravos, and Sonny Gray against Alec Manoa, who I don't know what's up with Manoa, right? He's kind of, maybe he's, maybe he's uh, all right, maybe he's too fat. Maybe that's why he's running out of gas. Anyways, Brian, what do you think of these three? We know these are all your friends right here involved in this slot. Well, it wouldn't be a Verlander start if I wasn't on the other side. So, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'll take the plus one and a half. This Guardians team's first place in the central. A lot to play for. Uh, Please, Zach, got roughed up a little bit last start. I think it stays within a run. Too many people making love here to Houston. Uh, You said the Braves and the Mets also, correct? I'm going to take the Atlanta Braves on the road. I, I think Mitch is right. I think the Mets will end up collapsing and uh, with Carrasco on the mound. Uh, I think we're getting good a good number with Atlanta and right here on the road. You think Manoa is too fat? I think he could stand to lose some weight, but uh, you know there have been a lot of plump pitchers out there. There's so. been a lot of guys that like lost the weight and then they weren't good anymore. Like Ruffalo. that Yankees left? Like Ruffalo. CC Sabathia. Like CC Ruf- Sabathia, he did it. What, wait, what? Like me? What? Ruffalo had Ruffalo had a fruit cup for lunch. He lost. He went on a two-game losing streak. 
Ruflo reminds me of Sid Fernandez. I, <laughs> I had a fruit plate, and that was when Virginia lost to the UMBC. <laughs> 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 through the through the whole universe had a balance. Can I? Would you like? Would you like French fries or the side of fruit? Ruflo orders the side of fruit. It's like. <laughs> There goes my parlay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I was like, the only game, the last game I needed on the parlay, I was two strikes, two outs, ate the piece of fruit, and then they gave up the walk-off home run, and then I lost the parlay. That's how it happened. Um, but for me here, I'm going to go with the under eight uh, Mets and Braves. I'm just anticipating a playoff-type atmosphere here. I think this is, you know, the Braves, they know they had their chance to to make up ground on the Mets before the All-Star break and let it slip. I don't think they're going to want to let that happen again. But, you know, the Mets also tend to play well behind Carlos Carrasco. So I think this is a three to two kind of game, whichever way you have it going. So I'll take the under eight in that one. I think you got Carrasco and Buck Walter in the same dugout. And it's like <laughs> you're asking for trouble. You know, it's like it's just a matter of, of it's not if it's when. And I think when is is now. Um, I, I like the Braves to make the move in this series on the Mets. Um, I love the Astros, but I don't like the price. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the under instead. And then um, I don't know. Twins, Twins, uh, Twins, Blue Jays. I'm gonna take a straight Ruffalo on that thing. Just pass. I just don't feel it. Not, not feeling it today on that one. Um, I don't know. It's like Manoa hasn't been good, and Sonny Gray is, you know, he's three runs, right? Five innings. So, I don't know. I think the best value there is the Guardians if you have the guts to go against Verlander. But they are 0-35 against, against the American League West. <laughs> Speaking of 0-35, Drew Hutchison gets the ball here for the Tigers against the Rays. Got Texas Rangers and Chicago White Sox. Cole Reagans makes it to the major leagues. Former first-round pick. Finally. Took him He's only six, 24 years old. Took He's him six years. Only 24. That's, that's not that big. Got the Cardinals. Jose Quintana in the house against the Cubs, who traded Dylan Cease and Eloy Jimenez for him. Um, many years ago. And then we've got the Kansas City Royals, Chris, son of a boobitch, up against the Red Sox, Nick Pavetta. Brian loves Pavetta. Another Brian guy. He's out of my rotation, just so you know. What did he do to get out of the rotation? Did he win? He gave up, what, 16 <laughs> runs over three games or something? It's like, you won, <laughs> you're out of the ace. It's like, if they win, like the Orioles, it's like, if they win, then they're public play, they're out of the rotation. It's like, what do you think of these? Whose turn? Whoever wants to go. Oh, I'm going to go first, then. I'm going to grab it. Uh, I think you mentioned the Rays and the Tigers, correct? Against yep. Hutches. Uh, I, I normally don't lay a ton of juice here, but I'll take Tampa Bay minus the 175. Just a small play. Keep me interested. I think these are the type of games the Rays have been winning for years, and they can't afford to lose it. Springs usually goes about five innings, and the Rays' bullpen takes over. Uh, so I'm going to take Tampa Bay. And then uh, White Sox-Rangers, I think it's maybe the one of the better free picks of the day. I like Cole Reagan's. He 
look at his uh, lifetime numbers in the minor leagues, eight and five, three point zero four ERA, one point one two WHIP. Terrible. I think this he was terrible. He's been he's been terrible in the minors. And he's been getting whooped. This season and in the minors, he's having a good year. He's been getting so. whooped. And well, a, a 3.4 something in the minors is what he's been this year. He's that's been, lifetime. No, this, this year. He's been getting stomped. And I have him at 8 and 5, 3.04 ERA, and a 1.12 whip. Oh. Got bad information. And aside, no, no, no. Aside, aside, aside from that, the Rangers have lost 36 games in a row. Well, this line's kind of light for Johnny Cueto, minus 130. I'm not falling into it's that. light one. for Johnny Cueto. Um, okay. <laughs> not Full taking light. the minus 135 on the 68-year-old pitcher on the road. <laughs> I'm not falling for it. Reagan's <laughs> is the guy. They're begging you to take Quaid. They're begging you to take Quaid. The White Sox are one of those teams now. They're starting to get hot, so people will be back on them. Nope. All right. Well, we disagree now. Nope. They're humping up on the Royals. <laughs> Chris? Yeah, for me in these ones, I, I, I like the under seven and a half between the uh, – the Cubs and Cardinals, and for the record, that Marcus Stroman deal, the opt-out after 2023, and uh, he gets $2 million a year if he reaches 160 innings in, in uh, the first two se- each of the first two seasons, so I'll see how that works out. Probably not this year, but uh, I just think Jose Quintana, I'm going to want to put a st- forth a strong effort. What was that? New- whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What? What did he say? Quintana. It's like going for the trying to show us up. Here that's what that's no. That's what they that's what they said on the broadcast. So I've been saying Quintana, <laughs> Quintana, Quintana, what, Jose. He's going to want to put forth a new a strong effort for his new team, and I think this is just going to be another low scoring Cubs Cardinals game. So I'll go with the under there, and I'm going to go with the over between the other uh, Red Sox and Royals. Uh, Chris Bubich, you know. I was on him. The only reason that uh, last start against the Yankees went over the total was because of that rain delay. But I think the Red Sox can get to Bubich for a few here. But Nick Pavetta has been disappointing to say the least over his last few starts. I think that start gets into that game gets into double digits. So give me the over nine in that one. I like the Tigers against the Rays. I think you can go reverse run line. Listen to this. Oh, am I supposed to say something? The, the Tampa Bay Rays are 22 and 28 on the road this season. The Tigers are 42 and 64 overall, but they're 24 and 27 at home this season. Straight value here, plus 156 with Hutch. Really? I mean, the numbers, you know, you wouldn't think it on the surface. And then you throw in that actually the Tigers are playing the better baseball right now. All right. There. I said it. <laughs> Brian's humping up on the favorite. Usual. That, that's a rare pick. I just... That, minus I, I 186. Oh, the minus 290 on Musgrove. <laughs> it wasn't good enough for me. But. Hutchison. Hutchison's just a guy that I can, I can play. I like the Tigers. I'm a Tiger guy. Tigers are my uh, Orioles going to close out the year. I like the Tigers. 
they, they did me dirty yesterday. I like the Tigers. This one. I also like the Cardinals again. And Chris, son of a boobitch. All right, parlay time. All right, well, for mine, I'll go with the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, plus one and a half. I'll go with the Dodgers, minus one and a half. And I'll go with the uh, under eight in the uh, Braves and Mets. I'll take the Texas Rangers money line, Cleveland Guardians plus one and a half, and I'll round it out with the Washington Nationals plus one and a half. Jacksonville Jaguars on the money line with the um, go Jaguars money line with the Royals, and uh, go with the Tigers reverse run line. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. <laughs>